2: What is good, everybody? Welcome to Stats and Cone on the Gold Standard Podcast Network. I'm Rob Stats-Guerrera. He's Grant Cone. Grant, as frustrating and infuriating as the Super Bowl loss was, it was nice to actually get the chance to meet you face-to-face in Las Vegas last week. Yeah, we kept
0: crossing paths. It was really funny. There's a million and one media people there. There's Rob. You were working really hard. It's a lot of work. A lot of walking.
2: Oh my god. It took it was a 15 minute walk from our hotel room to Radio Row. Right. And it I must have made that walk a thousand times yeah. during that week. I got my steps in, that's for sure. I think yeah. I sprained my right foot because I have flat
0: feet and I just brought vans down and I, I had no arch support. And by the seventh day, I was it, my
2: right foot gave up. Come on, Grant, this is not your first Super Bowl cover in the 49ers. I feel like that's a rookie mistake. I know, but I was like 31 back then and now I'm gonna get <laughs> almost
0: 40 and my body's like, what are you thinking?
2: Oh, I did not think I would be laughing 57 seconds into the show today uh, based on what happened in the Super Bowl, based on what was said after the Super Bowl. We've got a lot uh, to get to and a lot to break down, and we are going to do that. Let's start with the Brandon Ayuk stuff, Grant, because that was the news of the day yesterday. The Niners are clearing out their locker, and Brandon Ayuk gets asked, do you want to be with the 49ers next year? And he says, if it's the right move. And then they say, well, what does the right move look like? And he says, to be a champion. I have said this many times with you, Grant. There are some questions that the answer is yes. And if you say anything other than yes, that means no. When Brandon Ayuk is asked, do you want to be with the 49ers next season? If he doesn't say yes, that means he's done with them. Do you agree? I don't think he's done with them. This it's, it's business.
0: It's a negotiation. Would he come back to the 49ers at the right price? I would imagine he would uh, just what's the price going to be. And does it work for the 49ers? That's all this is. I don't think he's done with them or is something personal. Now I do think he's upset as he should be six targets, three, three, three catches. Like he was way too productive all year. And in that game to be sort of not phased out, but relegated to a second or third uh, act, you know, uh, factor. So I get where he's coming from. It's an emotional time. He was crying about the loss, so clearly yes. the team means something to him. Uh, I've seen Debo Samuel and George Kittle go through uh, emotional times too when they're trying to get their contracts. So I'm gonna hold it against him, really. Debo did the same thing, requested a trade, came back. Everyone's best friend now. So Brandis 25. I understand what he's going through and we could talk about whether or not you think he's worth the 25 million dollars a year that he's probably going to be able to ask for. Um that's a good discussion, but I I was in the room with him yesterday and he didn't seem like a diva trying to play games. He seemed like a guy who was sincerely doing the best he could while I mean grieving. More than anyone else
2: I could see grieving. I mean, he was so emotional. They were yeah, grief is the Perfect word. That's what I feel like I'm experiencing. It it clearly looked like the 49ers players, as you would expect, were grieving because the the dream of the season is dead. This season is dead. It is grief. It is a Mm -hmm. loss that they have to process. But I combine that. Oh, go ahead. Did you have something?
0: Well, I mean, and they feel like they they still feel like they should have won. They still feel like they're better than the Chiefs. And I think they're having a tough time figuring out why they lost that game. They still believe they're better than the Chiefs. And Brock played well. So, and the defense played well. So, why did they lose? Is it Kyle's fault? And if it is, like, I think that really shakes your confidence as a team. Like, our head coach blew it again. Everything they said about him is true. I, 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 maybe they haven't even figured out what the story is, but it's a tough one.
2: It is absolutely a tough one. And trust me, I'm going to, I'll get to Kyle (laughs) Shannon. Don't you worry about that. Um, But I just want to finish this IUC point. Yeah, first. Because John Lynch was asked about it when Lynch and Shanahan spoke yesterday. And John Lynch was asked, is IUK's contract a priority? And and Lynch, instead of saying yes, yes. launched into this long answer about, well, you got to prioritize everything. And we've got a quarterback that's going to have to get paid. Oh. And, like, that tells me, I think at the very least, Grant, I think it's fair to say they're open to moving Ayuk for the right deal. Would you I agree? Would agree? I would absolutely agree. And again, this is negotiation. Ayuk
0: says, I might, you know, be open to going to Vegas. And the Niners are like, well, we might be open to trading you. Because, yeah, I mean, that's how it goes. But I, I'm just going to say it. I wouldn't trade Brandon Ayuk. And I maybe I do this every time, but I really feel like he's proven himself. He learned the playbook. He's, I mean, not a diva. He wants his targets, but he doesn't complain to the media, he blocks. He's really everything you want, and I think he's still getting better. That's the kind of guy. And his game isn't built on physicality like Debo's. You could see that one was a. That was an investment that may not last long. Like a lot of his, a lot of his value is playing running back and breaking tackle. Debo's Ayuk's just a great route runner who can run every freaking route on the route tree at an elite level. Plus he's tough. Plus he blocks. Plus, he's fast enough to be a deep threat. I mean, he averaged like what? What did he average? 17, 18, 19 yards a catch this year? I mean, to me, that's a safe investment. And he's I, healthy. He
2: stays the healthy. problem
0: is you already gave money to Debo, and that's a lot of freaking money to two wide receivers on a team that ranked 32nd in pass attempts this year, I believe.
2: That's the question. Is, right. is It's not just – I think fans are looking at it in terms of, should we bring Brandon Ayuk back, yes or no? But it's not a binary question like that because every dollar you spend on Ayuk is a dollar you can't spend on other places of the team.
0: And you already don't throw in the ball enough. I mean, (laughs) frankly, if he were on the Chiefs, you know what I'm saying? If he were on the Chiefs, he'd be getting 150 targets a year.
2: (sighs) Yeah. And that's honestly, if I ever him, that's where I would maybe look to go. Although they don't pay wide receivers. As we saw, they traded Tyree and won back-to-back Super Bowls. True. But if you're telling me the 49ers could get like a first and a fourth for Ayuk. Probably could. I would trade him because you can use that first round pick wherever it might be. Maybe you have to package it with your own to move up and get an offensive lineman. This draft is full of wide receivers. You can draft another wide receiver. Like, I think that I would have to consider that if I'm the 49ers. I don't think it's just like, oh, we have to have Brandon. Ayuk back. No. And I agree. If you could find a way to trade Debo Samuel over Brandon, Ayuk, I would do that. But it's easier to trade Ayuk with the contract situation. Debo's contract it would have to be a post June first thing, uh, otherwise you're going to take a massive, massive cap hit. So the whole thing is hairy. But I think people people aren't I looking like at it. the bigger picture when they think about it.
0: I don't like it because to me this is DeForce Buckner all over again. Ayuk's done everything right. Mm-hmm. You know, like you traded up for him in round one, and end of round one, you got a bargain there. He's better than that draft spot, and like he improved every single year. He doesn't talk. He does all the little things. Like, what does it say to your team and your culture if you trade that guy? But you kept Debo, who's, like, always, like, a little overweight and isn't really run that hard if he doesn't get the ball and has no interest in blocking. Like, that's the guy you keep? The guy because he's, he's best friends with Kyle? What are we doing? What is the culture here? Ayuk's the culture. Ayuk's the tough guy. Like, I mean – To me, he's the guy who shows up every day of training camp and sets the tone along with Christian McCaffrey to to practice hard. That's not Debo. That's not Kittle. Sorry, Kittle. I mean, it used to be Kittle, but he's 30 now. This is the guy who's 25 and ascending. This is your – he could be the MVP of your offense next year. I mean, what is McCaffrey's shelf life? They give him the ball a lot. He's a running back. He's going to be 28 years old. Also, it takes a long time to learn Kyle Shanahan's offense. Is a rookie wide receiver really gonna be able to do what I could do next year? Maybe in a couple years he'd be better. But this is a team that has aspirations right now. Like Brent, uh, Brock Purdy's got his last year on his rookie deal coming up. This is a this is still the Niners window. That's why the Niners are favored to win the Super Bowl next year. Because of the Brock Purdy fact. So these are all fa- things you got to factor in and why I really would be in favor of keeping Brandon Ayuk, even though in a couple years you might be looking at that contract being like, damn. 30 million dollar cap hit for 28 years like
2: yeah man i I still would do it debo i think i think the allowances get made for debo because the allowances always get made for great players i don't think he gets away with what he does is he can take over football games he can he took over that eagles game absolutely took over that eagles game his Best Debo's best is better than Ayuk's best. The problem is that Debo's floor is lower wow. than Ayuk's floor. I don't even know if I agree with that anymore. Oh, man, because, I totally agree with it. But you. here's the thing with I, I I know here's the
0: thing with Ayuk though. He's catching the ball further down the field. So yes. to him, I mean, you wouldn't he would really benefit from a team that had a better offensive line. Yes. I mean, on this team where the ball kind of has to come out quickly, especially against certain opponents like Philly, then yeah, you, you a guy like Debo is um more valuable in that matchup. But that's sort of because he masks certain weaknesses the 49ers choose to have. And isn't it really funny that now everyone's had the epiphany like, you know what, <gasps> this team needs to invest in the offensive line. Like, yeah, man. I, we, been isn't famous. that what we said during the draft <laughs> last year when the Niners took no offensive lineman? and people were like, it doesn't matter.
2: It does. Clearly. Uh, it does. The offensive line, kind of important. Ugh. I'm just saying. So Ugh. we will definitely keep an eye on the Brandon Ayuk situation 100%. Uh, let's get to some of the Super Chats because we've Real got quick, a lot no, before,
0: of them. Before we go what do you think ends up with that Brandon Ayuk situation? I guess that's the final question. We, we said what we think should happen, but, like, wh- what do you think is going to happen? Is he going to be the next DeForest Buckner? He might
2: be. I think the Niners would prefer to keep him. Sure. But I think that if a team really wanted him, you could get him. I think they'd have to be kind of – I think there's, a like, a, a two-draft pick deal where one of them is a first-round pick, and I think the Niners do it. Can I give you
0: a conspiracy theory real quick? And I bet you, Brandon, and I you can thinking about this right oh now. Brandon, boy. conspiracy theory. How come you only got six targets in the Super Bowl? Why? 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 I don't why know. did why did Debo get all those targets? Why?
2: Because they already paid Debo. Yes! And to pay, oh. yes. <laughs>
0: Business decisions in the Super Bowl. Hey, maybe that's not true, but if I were Brandon, I'd be wondering. It's like, how did how, how did I play that well all year to get Relatively snubbed in the Super Bowl. Isn't because from his perspective, he feels snubbed.
2: I don't know. Well, the Brandon Ayuk only had three catches in every single playoff game this eesh, year. Eesh. Uh, so it wasn't just his the fault. Super Bowl. That's not his fault. I'd be mad too. He's oh, really get, good.
0: Yeah, I get How why many wide mad. receivers are legitimately better than Brandon? Ayuk. How many?
2: I mean, off the top of my head, geez, I don't know. I haven't really figured this four out. High, maybe Tyree Kill, uh Jamar Chase is definitely better than him uh Devonte adams is definitely better than him i take C- Ayuk at this point Devontae's is getting a little old cd lamb i would put is better than him debatable um, mike evans is better no than him. not for me too old i mean Mike. But I'm a, is-
0: I'm a brandon Ayuk fan what can i say i'm getting my brandon Ayuk signed jersey coming i don't and i'm days. not trying to to
2: crap on brandon Ayuk here you, you, you are asked me, you asked me to name people so I that's fair that's people. fair we, we're arguing it's cool um yeah, the IUK thing is definitely going to be something to monitor. Um, and, I, I, yeah, I think that kind of like Debo, I think the Niners really didn't want to trade Debo, but they would have if they got blown away. I think they want to trade Ayuk. I think they're more open to trading IUK, and I think the deal wouldn't have to be as good to get them to do it. Who was a more complete wide receiver in the NFL than Brandon He does everything well. He runs every
0: route. He is a threat after the catch. He blocks. He goes over the middle. He's fat. I mean, like, he's, I don't know, man. I don't feel comfortable trading a player like this, especially on a team that I feel hasn't taken full advantage of his skill sets. Debo has been, they, they take full advantage of Debo. They, 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 Kyle's dreaming of ways, new ways to use him. Could you just spend one season giving Brandon Ayuk the targets he's clearly earned before you trade him? To me, it kind of reminds me of like the, to go to another sport, you know, the, the Thunder trading James Harden to the Rockets 10 years ago, when he was their sixth man and the Rockets are like, okay, well, we're just going to give him 30 shots
2: a night. Thank you very much. You guys weren't really using this guy. We're going to use him kind of like that. And I think it also depends on like what you get back for him, right? Like the Vikings traded Stefan Diggs, They got Justin yeah. Jefferson. Like That's if true. you can do that, of course, everyone would say trade trade Brandon. Ayuk, right. Like, yeah. so, you know, we don't know the second if part. If They're incredibly convicted about a, a wide receiver oh, in the draft. Then
0: sure. But it, I mean, like, that doesn't always work out you know they tried again they tried this with DeForest Buckner they tried it they traded him they got the first round pick they Mm -hmm. took another player at that position and it just didn't work out because it's hard to replace DeForest Buckner did everything right he was good at everything he improved every year he was a a leader on the team man is that not Brandon Ayuk? I think he could be a captain if you made him one I think he has that mentality Yeah, I think so, too.
2: Um, So definitely something to monitor for sure. Uh, Let's get to a couple super chats. Brother Bob, we always appreciate you, Brother Bob. YouTube channel member says, will Kyle ever win a Super Bowl in San Francisco? Be honest, no Homer. No Homer. (laughs) I think that he can win a Super Bowl, but I think it's going to take a very specific set of circumstances in game script. It's going to be a game. It's going to have to take a game where he doesn't have to make any fourth down decisions it's going to have to be a game where he doesn't have to manage the clock at the end of the first half. It's going to have to be a game where the Niners get up big early and never give it back, basically.
0: I'm going to say no. I feel like he had the best team in the league this year and the better team in the Super Bowl, and he found a way to lose. <laughs> um, I don't know what, what the deal is, but I, I don't really have confidence that he's going to win a Super Bowl here. Maybe he'll win a Super Bowl one day, um, but it seems like he's his worst enemy. I don't know. And, like, for him to – I think we've said this for uh, for years, like – he'll have to grow he'll have to change and then january comes around and people are like boom he's changed he's grown and it feels like i even feel like man i'm kyle ha, you know you, i really got to give it to you and then it, the season ends the same way every time it's like no and the, and then and then his post season press conference happened. It's the same you know not taking accountability for anything and it's like oh yeah that, that's kyle that's the same kyle that i bet against all off season i don't know kyle clearly- I haven't seen growth from kyle yet I want to no. we all wanna see it. But I look at him at that press conference yesterday and tell me that's the same Kyle Sanahan that's
2: always been here.
0: For better yeah. or for worse.
2: That's why I say it's gonna take a specific game script for him to win because he's not changing. Yeah. He's not adapting.
0: Yeah, it's like a non Hall of Fame quarterback on the other side because wow. that's some guy who's gonna make more mistakes than him. Or,
2: Sorry. Or just not the GOAT, right? The two not quarterbacks the he's lost to in the Super Bowl are Brady and Mahomes. It's the Super Bowl though. Like what are you expecting? That's right. you're probably gonna get
0: an MVP type, not even yeah, quarterback around there. Maybe maybe he'll get next year, maybe he'll get lucky and face. That's the problem. In the AFC, they're Ooh, all good. It's like it's all <laughs> tough. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, also it's gonna be the Chiefs next
2: year. Let's not mess around. This is obvious. Gammon Brown, we lost our assistant head coach, run and pass game coordinators. Is Brian Greasy up for promotion to offensive coordinator slash assistant head coach? Kyle wants a young D.C. to groom. First of all, the Anthony Lynn loss, he went to the to the commanders. If anybody doesn't know, that happened today uh, with Dan Quinn and Adam Peters. Anthony Lynn is like the most easiest loss for them to sustain. They have Bobby Turner. He's the real running back coach. He came back earlier than they thought from a medical issue, I think, because they weren't happy with Anthony Lynn. Yeah, that's that's, kind of a, that's very, a nothing right. loss to me.
0: Nothing. No disrespect to Anthony Lynn, but I don't think he really had a role here. Like, they, like I you said, they brought him in because they lost. That was so weird. So they lose Bobby Turner. They bring in Anthony Lynn and to entice him to come, they make him assistant assistant head coach alienate John Embry in the process. He goes to Miami because he was the assistant head coach and the tight end coach. Then Anthony Lynn. I don't know if they're not happy or it doesn't work out. They they bring Bobby Turner back within weeks. And now everything has gone. It's like, okay.
1: And I, Bobby Turner's weird. back,
0: and they're yeah. fine. And now you need an assistant head coach. The run game coordinator is Forrester. The pass game coordinator was Kubiak. You need a, a, a pass game coordinator, an offensive coordinator. I think they need an offensive coordinator. Why not? And a, an assistant head coach. I could do
2: all three, but I would settle for one. Rob <laughs> could do the other. I could be the offensive coordinator because I don't have to call any damn plays. That's the thing. It's hard <laughs> to get someone to do that job. Cause you know, you're not going to ever like call that. a play. I like that. It's, it's very frustrating. Um, spe- you mentioned Gammon mentions defensive coordinator. That's another th- answer grant where they were incredibly murky. And I think part of the problem is of course, because Matt Mayoko did not phrase the question properly. He gave Kyle an out in the question. He said, well, Steve Wilkes at this point is just ask Kyle Shanahan. Is Steve Wilkes going to be back? And at first he didn't, and and Shanahan didn't say yes. And then later, Eric Branch cl- tried to clarify and say, is Wilkes going to be back? And Kyle answered, but he referenced Mayoko's earlier question and said, well, I haven't talked to anybody yet, so I expect all our coaches to be back. If me, if it's me and I'm Steve Wilkes, I'm not buying any green bananas because I don't think he is going to be back. Also, the way he
0: phrased it was interesting. Like He wouldn't just come out. It was, it was a phrasing thing. So I wouldn't expect – I haven't talked – he's kind of making it seem like Wilks could add, they're not going to embarrass Wilks more than they already have. Right. right. They're not more than they already have. They, what they could do is make it seem like this is what a mutual thing. Right. Like, you know, and we love Wilks, man. Wilks is great, but we were sort of asking him to be someone he's not and do something he doesn't. And it wasn't fair. And so out of, out of deep respect to Steve Wilks, we sort of granted him. This is what the, remember Kyle Shanahan did this in Cleveland. He didn't want to coach there anymore. He was the offensive coordinator in Cleveland, and he like wrote a letter to the owner with like forty five reasons why he should let him out of his contract. The Owner was like, "All right, man, if you want to coach? You're fine." They could do that with Wilkes. Like he just doesn't want to coach here anymore. He doesn't want I, to.
2: I think they're going to say at this point in his career, he wants to be a head coach. That I think it's 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 such a weird situation. Greg. It was a bad fit. On to be honest, on one hand, it. I could say. They were successful. They had one of the best defenses statistically in the league this year, and they allowed two touchdowns to Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, and one came in overtime. He's a damn good coach. But but did, but did the players ever buy into him? No. I think there's an issue of respect there, I think. Yeah, like I bought in, but I don't play for him, and I don't, I don't understand what's going on there. Look at the difference. This mm. defense came out in the early part of this Super Bowl, Grant, and they looked awesome. They were flying around. They looked like the defense they were against the Cowboys and against the Eagles. But they had motivational issues in the NFC Championship game. And to me, that speaks to, I think the players thought, this is our defense, not your defense. I think there was a, I don't know if it was a respect issue with Steve Wilkes, but something wasn't right there. And to me, I don't know that you can bring him back next year because I think you would have the same issues. I agree.
0: I he it was not his defense. They undercut him at every turn. Hey, mm-hmm. when, early in the season he was bringing pressure. Nick Bosa at a post game press conference like, yeah, we're a four man rush kind of team. Uh, whenever, whenever, I, also I, he tried to bring a blitz on cover zero in the on the last drive of the Super Bowl and didn't called a timeout to overrule him. It's like, you don't let me call what I want. You don't let me stand where I want. Get so, get what you want, man. Who do you is? What do you want? Do you want Mike Vrabel? Is that what you want? Go get Mike Frable then. It's not fair to Steve Wilkes to keep asking him to be. It's like when you're in a relationship with someone, you keep trying to change that person. It's like, it's not, people don't change, really. You either love that person for all their weirdness or you don't and let them go. Stop trying to change them. They're not going to change.
2: I have an idea for defensive coordinator and people are going to hate it and they're going to think I'm crazy, but I just, I don't know. I think that they should consider Rex Ryan I really do. And part of the reason I oh. think they should consider Rex Ryan is because this team needs a wake-up call. He's they a need a personality in there that I think, look at Sala and D'Amico, right? They're fiery-type guys. That's who Rex Ryan is. Rex knows defense. You could You could rip Rex oh. for a lot of stuff. He knows defense. He won a ring as a defensive coordinator with one of the best defensive teams of all time with the Baltimore Ravens. Like, I think he won a ring anyway. I gotta double check that, but he clearly knows defense. He coaches 2016, dude. No. What? No, absolutely not. No. What about Vrabel? No, Vrabel's a terrible defensive coordinator. He's not good. Uh, right. I think, yeah, he was a Super Bowl champion. Okay, that let's was get right. crazy
0: then. Let's get crazy then. How about just fire Kyle and hire Bill Belichick and win the Super Bowl next year? Yeah, he's in his seventies, and you don't have a future. But you'll be like, you know what? We're gonna give the best roster in the league to the greatest coach of all time, or one of them, and just say yeah, we're gonna go for this Super Bowl now. How about that?
2: I would not be. I would not support that. Why? Because then where do you go after Bill Belichick? Then where do you go after winning the Super Bowl? I don't know. That's like first world problem. Figure it out. And it's not guaranteed that you win the Super Bowl. No, but you have better way. chances than you do with, you know, Boy Genius. I would like to – I would love to see if Kyle would just take a flyer and say, hey, Bill, you wanted to coordinate the defense for a year? You're not getting no. the head coaching I want job. I your head
0: coach. Well, yeah, I'll be the coordinator, but then when they fire you, I'm going to take a job. Okay. And I'm going to be like,
2: in the, the whole time being like, fire him, fire him, fire him, fire him, I can do better. <laughs> I, I think it's worth a phone call anyway. Hell like, yeah. Why not? Right? To make what that he, phone call. Yeah, what have you got to lose? Uh, but I don't think Steve, if you had to put an amount of money that mattered to you on whether Steve Wilkes is the DC next year, are you putting for or against? Oh, against. I'm not. Yeah. That sounded bad. That
0: sounded really bad. It sounds like if they can find another option, he's gone. And the other option might be in house. Like they could talk to the players on these exit interviews and Nick Bosa, Fred Warner did it. Like all of them would be like, you know what? We would just like Daniel Bullock's. He's been here since 2017. I don't understand. I don't understand why he didn't promote him to begin with.
2: We all like him. I don't know. That's not the way you run a team, though. But you that's the way they do it. Well, it's that's. I think that's part of the problem. Yeah. Uh, Moise says, Grant, what's the offseason show schedule look like? Uh, pretty much
0: the same, but I might do a two instead of one on Thursday and Friday. So we'll see.
2: Yaz says B.A. is special. He's a true number one wide receiver. Chris says they should trade Debo, but they'll move B.A. B.A. isn't one of Kyle's guys. I think he'll end up in Houston, Indy, or the Jets. Yeah,
0: let's talk about trading Debo now. So trading Debo is more complicated. Trading Ayuk is easy because he's not making a lot of money and it wouldn't hurt you financially. Trading Debo is tough. Trading Debo this year would come with a $21 million dead cap hit. More than that. A little bit more than $21 million if you trade him and that just feels like a non-starter like i'm not i'm not spending 21 million dollars for him to play for another team yeah it's complicated though because you could get something for, like debos worth a million uh, worth the first round pick i would think and if you don't trade him this year look what you got to pay him next year so you got to pay him 28.6 this year then 24.2 next year so let's say you traded him next year so you still have a 15 million dollar dead cap charge <clears throat> so over the next two years you're still committing like more than forty million to him, and if you trade him next year, you get less in return. So, I would trade him now. I would take the dead cap hit, not cut. If you if you go to the, the little drop down menu and, and click on trade pre June one, that'll show how what the dead cap hit would be if they trade him. Twenty one point uh, seven. Yeah, that's a whole lot. But get him off the books now, because it, you you gotta it would be fifteen the year after, and and the return in the trade would be much less. Get that first round pick.
2: I would do it. I'd take the hit. Here's the other part of this. If you trade Debo after June first, the cap hit is only six point six million this year. Now yeah, but isn't it
0: isn't it spread out to the few? I don't exactly know how that works. But okay, it's tough to trade a guy after June one because what are you getting right. in return? Right. Not the, a draft pick. Yeah.
2: If you get a draft pick, you gotta wait a whole year. Right, you're not so, going to get a
0: quarterback because you want him in an OT. So it's such it's, a tough one, trading out. Right, June 1. yeah, that's
2: why I'm saying it's complicated. I, yeah. I think it, if all things were equal, I think Debo would be more likely to get traded than Brandon Ayuk. But I, it's not I would agree. equal for sure. Exactly. So that's- it's like, h- how motivated
0: are you to get rid of him? I, if you should really want to keep him with this financial outlook, but I, he gets hurt every year. He got hurt in the Super Bowl. Weight's an issue for him. He can't beat man-to-man coverage he, he doesn't can't. Really play running back anymore like I'm very concerned that his value is gonna go down quickly and if anyone thinks he's still elite I'd be tempted to move off of him now now like the Eagles did with Carson Wentz everyone thought it was crazy It's like no 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 no, no. you don't understand we know we know this is time it's time
2: I don't think Debo is going to age well at no. all. I don't think he is. He's aging so well. physical. Uh, yeah. Yaz Williams, if they trade him, Ayuk or Debo, I assume either one, do they go for Brendan Rice? I think, yeah, there is a part of me that wants the Niners to take Luke McCaffrey and Brendan Rice in the draft. I'm like, let's just keep the family together. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the family business.
2: Yeah. Uh, Colin Rice. Speaking of Rices, uh, I'm a family member of an NFL star. And when the family's talking, it's legit. Jerry Rice. Is he willing to take less money? I don't think so. Jennings can step up. Is this oh, no. family no, no, member no, of an no, NFL no. star? Don't
0: do that. Don't is that do Rice do from that. the Chiefs? They're gonna trade Brandon Ayuk. They're gonna trade Brandon Ayuk, and it's gonna be the biggest mistake they've made since they traded Buckner.
2: Don't do it. Jennings is uh he's a, a fine player, but he's not Brandon Ayuk. Um Jennings is a fine player. Yeah, he's a
0: really good player.
2: And I actually like being around him a little more last week at the media sessions and stuff, his personality is fantastic. Yeah. Like, I love that dude. Just talking to him. High energy for sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he he's skill wise. No disrespect to Juwan Jennings, who was on track to be the Super Bowl MVP. Uh, yeah. He's not at that level. Uh, Adam Gardner says, please tell me your opinion on this. Trade Debo for O-line. Use early draft pick on O-line. Then draft Luke McCaffrey and Brendan Rice in the second and third round. Luke is a perfect Debo replacement. Look,
0: I haven't really started watching college football stuff yet, so forgive me on that. But the idea of trading Debo for O-line is cool. You don't need to have this gadget player in your offense. You don't. I'm sorry. That To me, he was a, a crutch for Jimmy Garoppolo. You have an elite number one wide receiver, the best tight end in football, the best running back in football, and Jawan Jennings, who to me is a starting caliber wide receiver, a starting caliber number two wide receiver. That's good. You got it. You could definitely trade Debo Samuel for a really good right tackle or a, a, a pick that becomes a really good right tackle or a center or whatever. But that's, that's a great move. I mean, that's essentially what the Chiefs did with Tyreek Hill. Look, great player, gadget player. We're going to let someone else pay you, and we're going to invest in our offensive line. I think that'd be a, a money move for the Niners. You have great weapons. Great uh, weapon.
2: I, And I've brought that up with people. And the response, and I understand it, is when you have the greatest quarterback playing today – you can afford to do that, and that is a fair, that's a fair response. I like, thought
0: Brock was the greatest, greatest quarterback <laughs> playing today. He's uh, top three.
2: Yeah, I would. Yeah, you didn't, even get, saying, you I think, didn't even get saying. You didn't even get god
0: mode Mahomes. On he's Sunday. not the. He's not the the threat he was two years ago. It's clear he has a few good games a year. He had a few good games in 2022. He had a few good games in 2023. Dominant games, but it's fewer and far between. And when they tra- they asked him to step up in the Super Bowl, he didn't have that gear. Plain and simple. Trent McDuffie, shut him down. Shut him down. That's always going to be remembered on the big stage. Sorry. I, I, was it was going to be 29
2: next year? Yeah. It's time. 11, 11 targets, three catches. No, like, that's not good. And he's that's had the good. same weakness his whole career. He cannot yep. get open against man coverage. It's, nope. it's true. You can't like, spend
0: $28.6 million in cap money on a wide receiver who can't beat man-to-man coverage and doesn't play running back. That's too much. But then and that, if that's what everyone knows about Debo, there might not even be a trade market for him.
2: So maybe this is even an issue. Kenny Kenny 757. I'm P.O. It's taken me two days to even watch one of these videos in its entirety. I'm nice. sick of the incompetence. Change is needed. We can't become the definition of insanity. Call Bill. I just want a Super Bowl win.
0: Doesn't it? I understand why people don't want to go that route. Bill Belichick isn't exactly a guaranteed Super Bowl. And he's not fun to root for. He cheated. Allegedly. Cheated.
2: he definitely yeah. cheated. yeah
0: um but this feels very much like 2020 you lose a super bowl it's emotional but you don't want to make big changes and you feel like the core is good and there's a future and so tom brady's available and it's like mm, no jimmy's better than tom brady tom's washed jimmy's it's like no no don't overthink it you had that opportunity now it seems very similar okay belichick is just waiting there and you're going to talk yourself into giving Kyle Shanahan another chance when he just blew one. I don't know. I think people who are less emotionally attached to the team might see it as more of a no-brainer. Like, yeah, just go get Belichick and get get the ring. But I think Niner fans are so invested in the Kyle Shanahan story that, that they, ha- they they have they want to see it through. They're mad at him right now. They're mad at him. I'm mad at him. They're mad at him, but they don't hate him. They love him. And that's why they're so mad. But they'll come back. They'll come back. I
2: am they're mad not- at him because he is the reason that the 49ers have owned the NFC for the past five years, and he's the reason they've gotten to everything that they've gotten to. But he's also the reason they don't have a Super Bowl championship. It's both. And that's yeah. what's so frustrating about it. It is. That's um, kind
0: of well put. Well put. But if that's the case and he's built this up, and he's he's gonna be the reason they never get across the finish line. That at a certain point you gotta say, Kyle, thank you so much for everything you've done for us. You are responsible for this juggernaut that you've built. Now we gotta take it from here. Thank you so much. And I know that's not now. Well, I'm not saying it's not now, but maybe it's not now. But at a certain point, if that's who he is, you gotta make the hard decision. Jed, I know you like him, but you made the hard decision with Harbaugh. And I, I, I thought it wasn't because
2: you didn't. No, they made the decision with Harbaugh because he hated his gut. Right,
0: are you I mean, me? it can't. You can't be making personal decisions. This is these are business decisions, Jed.
2: Well, business. but here's the thing: from a business perspective, Kyle's great for business. They make the playoffs every year. They go deep in the playoffs every year. They get home playoff game. Like Kyle's great for business. If you're just looking at it from that perspective, I think that's right. why Jed like Kyle. As an owner, you're looking at it from the perspective of winning a Super
0: Bowl. And if you feel there's a coach available who gives a team a better chance to win a Super Bowl, you owe it to the organization to hire that guy. So I'm not saying Bill Belichick definitely gives the Niners a better chance to win a Super Bowl, but you got to investigate and do the math. Talk to someone, do the analytics, because it's debatable. Guys won a lot, and he's done it with teams that aren't as dominant as this one.
2: Yeah, it would be in terms of the overall roster, it would definitely be one of the better teams Belichick has had. Uh, The other thing is they just announced a contract extension with Kyle. I think it was like a six year extension, right? Last year. Yeah, you're not going to. What's that? How much money he's getting per year. Right. I mean, because you're not going to cut Kyle, pay him not to coach and then have to pay Belichick. It's never going to happen. Right. It's never going to happen. Chris Tellerico's, Debo's best is a top five running back. B.A.'s best is a top five wide receiver. B.A.'s floor is the fourth target getting 1,300 yards. You need a top five wide receiver. They already have a top five running back. Um, I
0: don't even think they tried to use Debo as a running back in the Super Bowl. He got nowhere.
2: I, I think nowhere. The, novel, the novelty of that play it's is over. Yeah, it's over. Generic name. Thank you. I like that. <laughs> says Debo's floor is lower, but he's also at his floor more often than Ayuk. There's no debate to be had here. That's the thing. There are too many games where Debo does nothing. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like nothing on 11 targets. It can't happen.
1: <laughs> right. It
0: can't happen. He's had every opportunity, probably more than he's de- deserved the last few years. It's time to let that go and start giving guys like Brandon Ayuk the, the opportunities that they earned, deserved.
2: Is back McLeod made a business decision, not jumping on that punt. Look like he could have incurred a serious injury. If he had agreed or no, here's my problem with McLeod. He absolutely should not have tried to pick that ball up and run with it. He needs to fall on it. And for him to say, well, I don't regret it. You got to take risks and I'm a playmaker, dude. You haven't made any plays with the 49ers. All your biggest plays are fumbles. Ray Ray fall on the goddamn football. But Ray-Ray McLeod needed to be a big name in the Super Just fall on the goddamn ball. Fall on the ball, Ray-Ray. Like, he's got to be off the team. Off the team next year.
0: Yeah. I agree. Because that loss is so painful, I feel like just looking at him (laughs) is like PTSD. Like, oh, I'm back. Oh, no, I'm in Vegas. No! (laughs) Yeah, sorry. I got to go. Also, John Feliciano got to go.
2: That was, whole, that was a hole. That was a hole.
0: Got to go. So, Felicia... I, I want to say one thing real quick, real quick, because as this, the offseason goes on, the few people who made the biggest mistakes are going to just take so much heat. And one of the guys who make, made the biggest mistake in the game was Spencer Burford. He mm-hmm. admittedly missed his assignment on the final offensive play. Okay. Uh, big mistake. And he'll have to live with that and the team will have to live with that. Also want to say that He's a 23-year-old guard who started way younger than Aaron Banks. He's got a bright future. He just needs to get a little bit uh, stronger. But that's not what I want to mention. This is like the most painful loss of these players' careers. And not every player handled it that well or could really talk to the media about what happened. Kyle certainly didn't. I mean, he didn't take any responsibility. Yesterday in the locker room, all the stars came out and gave their little spiel about how they feel and what they're going to do. Because that's their job and they're paid to do it. Spencer Burford comes out. No one asked. No one's like, we need to talk to Spencer. Spencer Burford just walks out in the middle of the locker room and says, what do you guys need? I'm here to talk. And there's a whole group around him and he goes through it. I should have had him. I wasn't responsible for the B-gap. It was my fault. Like, do you understand how hard that is? That's the hardest thing an athlete has to do with the media. And he didn't have to. If he hadn't, no one would have noticed or said a damn word about it. He did it anyway. But that really shows, it doesn't show that he's going to be a great football player, but he shows that he has deep down maturity and character and strength that we would all aspire to have. So I, I was, you learn about people in losses, not so much in wins. Wow. Learned about Spencer Burford. Learned about George Kittle. Immediately after the game, he sat out there and was gave the, the best explanation of what happened. Um, he was phenomenal as opposed to, again, his head coach, which makes me feel like, Look at how much that young man has grown since he was drafted at 23, George Kittle. And look at how much this coach hasn't. Anyway, I just went on a tangent. Spencer Burford, extremely impressive. You don't know much about these offensive linemen. They're very nameless and 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 voiceless. But, man, he uh, showed his character after this game.
2: And he knows what he's going to get when he admits, I ignored the scheme and I went rogue. Like when he says, I played on instinct and I should have stuck to the scheme. He knows what's about to come down on top of him because you've got a whole fan base that's infuriated with the team and looking for someone to point their anger. He knows it
0: pointed at me because everyone was pointing at Colton McKivitt. And real quick, not to make excuses for Spencer Burford, I don't think he was, like, dropping back thinking, screw what the coaches told me to do. I know better. I think things happen fast. There was a blitz. He saw a guy in front of him. He blocked him. He made a mistake. But I don't think he was, like, out there going rogue, as you pointed. That makes it seem like he sort of made a conscious decision that he knew better. I think he reacted and made the wrong reaction. And, it is again, in his defense, he hasn't been playing much. He
2: hasn't been playing much. And there are times in a football game where the scheme is not necessarily the right thing to do. Sometimes, like, it's like, hey, yeah, the scheme says this, but this is the circumstances that I'm in. And so I'm going to adjust. It's just, but I think. It's, credit, he didn't make that excuse. He just said, I yes. messed
0: up. I did the wrong
2: it's more a credit to Steve Spagnolo cracking the code and f- exposing the flaws in Kyle Shanahan's protection because they had 10 free rushers in the game. Thank
0: you. It's easy to point the finger at Spencer Burford. You should have picked up this one guy on this one play. Yeah, but that was a constant issue for the entire offensive line, the entire game. And even if Spencer Burford did pick up the right guy, there would have been another free rusher. Right. It wouldn't have been Chris Jones, but it would have been the linebacker. Like they were in a bad spot. So it's easy to point the finger at the 23-year-old backup guard who comes in filling in for John Feliciano, who can't keep his mouth shut. <laughs> but really, there was a more of a probably a, a design flaw
2: with this issue. Yeah. I mean, they got out coached. But complete, completely agree. The character that Spencer Burford showed is yeah. is fantastic. And, yeah. and that he should be proud of that. Because we always
0: knock uh, players when they don't show up, or, or we nitpick them when they don't say like that's what that was the model.
2: Dude is 23. Wow. Crazy Rod 16. When I was a teenager, I grew up watching the lemonade stand. It was great. It tasted so good with five Super Bowls. <laughs> oh, the lemon management would have fired Kyle Shanahan already. Oh, the lemonade stand. Right. I, yeah. I see the reference that he's making. That's the Parag,
0: You can't say stuff like that. Before. The Parag Marate reference. The other thing that will always haunt Jed is that uh, when he said two weeks ago, champions act like champions before they're champions. Dude, dude, you wouldn't know what a champion acted like. Wow. Don't say that stuff because you may never be one. And that's just a punchline.
2: Yeah. Especially, yeah. Champions Don't act like champions. Make yourself a punchline. Just, please. Generic name. We complain about Chase, but Debo shows up like 10 plays a year. <laughs>
0: Yo, that Chase thing really didn't work out. That was so interesting, the arc on that Chase thing. It was like, uh, Washington doesn't know what they're doing. Trash franchise. You put Chase here with Nick Bosa and Chris Kisarek. It's going to change his career. It's going to change our trajectory.
2: It's like, oh, no, we see
0: exactly why Washington didn't want him. We don't want him. We don't want him. It's like, goodbye, Chase. I well, know don't forget, gotta
2: go. he got the, like, in the first game, he got the sack where he and Bosa met at the quarterback, and you're like, yes, it is going to work, and then – he disappeared, and then lo He's and like, behold... allow me Super- to reintroduce myself. My name is Chase, and I <laughs> and don't in, play that hard. In the Super Sorry. Bowl, he had a, a fantastic sack. they by then, the offensive lineman. And
0: then put it into cruise control the rest of the game, man. Sorry.
2: Connor Sorry. N., our front office is not committed to being a consistent contender if we keep Debo and let Ayuk walk. He's a top-five wide receiver and has great chemistry with Purdy. I mean, you have been a consistent contender the past half decade, so I would say the front office is committed to that. I know.
0: I I, I agree, sort of agree with Connor's sentiment, though. I guess what, what I was saying is, like, this guy's done everything right. He's he's a big part of your culture. He's a team leader. He's one of your best players. Ah, d- don't make the Buckner mistake. And I know some people feel like that wasn't even that big of a mistake. Didn't cost him. Arm says great, too.
2: Well, it cost him because you paid Hargrave in free agency. That's yeah. the thing. When you miss in the draft, you pay in free agency. Yeah. They missed with yeah. Ruben Foster. Quan alexander was a thing They exactly with,
0: so if they trade Ayuk for a draft pick and they miss with that pick then they'll be spending a lot of money on some other
2: wide receiver yeah. who isn't brandon Ayuk in a few years max morlock youtube channel member says please get an oc john john lynch do something yeah i don't uh, we'll
0: see i like the idea of getting an oc why not man delegate more kyle you've been a head coach for a long time delegate
2: more and work Reina. on your game management for yes! the love of god It's Nick FR says this loss is on QC for not making sure Kyle wouldn't blow another lead. Psych love the show guys. Grant, please keep Kyle's feet to the fire next year. He did not. He did not like your question, Grant, when you said assess your offense and he just said every place different. I did not like your question. I thought
0: that was like, the tamest question one could ask Yep, and he pleaded the fifth to it now he didn't, he's going to say he didn't plead the fifth he's just going to say I don't like Grant and I didn't want to answer his question but mm-hmm. it's not just my question it's everyone's question George Kittle said the offense sputtered everyone says Brock Purdy played great so what happened man are you going to blame Christian McCaffrey like, it was your fault so what did you I could have said hey man you didn't how would you assess your performance as a play caller but what was what was up with the offense each play was different
2: Yikes. You scored 22 points, dude. You scored what happened? 20, you gained a yard in the third quarter, basically. What the hell happened? It's it's a fair – and that question is – that is an open-ended question. It's not – it's all – Have they true. answered
0: it? I, they haven't answered what happened on offense in this game. It sure wasn't Brock's fault. They've all said that. And I agree. It wasn't Brock's fault. So what was the deal? Was it, was it 100% the offensive line's fault? I don't think so. I think it was bigger than that.
2: I think what happened on those drives in the third quarter is Kyle sees second and long as a passing down, and I think he should have run the ball on second and 10 and second and 15. I really do. I agree.
0: He also sees third and short as a passing down. Dude, you have <laughs> Christian McCaffrey. You're you're in four down range. You can absolutely run on third and four at the end of the uh, fourth quarter and at the end of the oh, over, uh, overtime. What's wrong you with that? Because you know what? The Chiefs don't want you to. They right. really don't want you to hand off to Christian McCaffrey on third and four.
2: Well, not, not only that, but at the two-minute warning, you throw an incomplete pass, you stop the clock. If you run it, you either run time off the clock or you force the Chiefs to use one of their two timeouts. Thank I, you! Why really, did you stop
0: the clock on your mm. – I really felt like oh, our protection didn't it. hold up. At what point in this game did your protection hold up? How many free rushers did you give up? And you're like, oh, man, I'm so surprised that on the critical third down of the game, we gave up a free rusher. Like, that was the theme of the game. You can't block this team. Run the damn ball!
2: I thought they should have run it on the the third down before or right at the two minute warning, and they should have run it on third and four in overtime. That was that was my. to have another takeaway. chance
0: next year to ride Christian McCaffrey to a Super Bowl, but if he gets hurt and like running backs eventually do and breaks down, then you'll feel really really bad. It's the same thing that happened with the Niners in the Super Bowl with Frank Gore. It's like man, you had it. He was you you were there. You had Frank Gore in his prime. What were you doing?
2: And that was your last opportunity to do that with him. Over. Tired seeing Super Bowl drives die at the five-yard line, damn it. These
0: geniuses uh, just won't give the ball to their running back. <laughs> Kyle it's been Ryan, happening for years,
1: Rob.
2: 49. Don't remind me. 49ers don't need a top five wide receiver. They need a big possession route running wide receiver that's willing to block and get less targets. The system doesn't call for a superstar wide receiver, but they can change the system. You know, Kyle always talks about using the, the players you have and designing the best system you have I for those disagree. players. What I would say is the Niners don't
0: need a wide back they need but like I think they could literally replace Debo Samuel with Jawan Jennings Debo Samuel went down for parts this game with a hand Jawan played like a starter he plays like an old school flanker who goes over the middle possession receiver um you could get someone else to be a a freaking gadget guy and those gadget plays aren't really doing much for you anyway anymore anyway and you have the best gadget guy in the league and you're not getting anything out of them so forget it you don't need that anymore that's City training of offense for when you have Jimmy Garoppolo and you can't do that much. Now you have mm-hmm. a really good quarterback and the best running back. Now you don't need that anymore.
2: It's a fair I, argument.
0: I think Debo's got to go. Sorry,
2: Kyle is Eagles' era. Andy Reid, similar stuff. Yeah, I just hope we don't have to wait another 16 years for Kyle to get his first Super Bowl. Andy Reid didn't get his first ring until he was 60. Kyle is 44. So let's please. They're
0: different. They're way different. I, I don't. I don't. Just because Andy Reid had a certain arc Andy doesn't adapt- mean Kyle Shanahan's following that.
2: I feel like Andy listens to his players more Andy's open to feedback more. Kyle thinks that he's done everything right. That's the biggest issue is that Kyle still thinks that he did everything right. And that it's just, he just hasn't, he hasn't done it. How do you change? If you think you've done everything right. You don't, you don't. And
0: if you're the kind of person who can't ever, and this is, do you know people like this in your life who it's never their fault ever? You can, you approach them with something and you expect them to be like, yeah, oh, that one was on me, obviously. You know, it doesn't mean that I'm a bad person. Doesn't mean that I'm a mess right. up. But I, I I'm taking that. That's. Do you know people who will never ever ever do that? What the, I don't rock with people like that. Like the people like that. Tough to deal with. They're tough to deal with. People who are just never ever at fault. Okay, did so now I'm at fault. So now I have to fall on the sword every single time. Did you
2: see Travis Kelsey on his podcast today? No, they were talking about the overtime decision. And Travis say? Kelsey is literally laughing at Kyle Shanahan. He says, you know, the benefit of getting the ball second in overtime is that you get the ball second and you know what you need. That's an advantage for that team. Mm-hmm. And you just gave it to us. I tweeted it out. That's that's on fire. You can go look at it. Not now. This is our time, but you can go look at it. He was laughing. The Chiefs yes. loved that Kyle took the ball first. That's exactly what they wanted kyle shanahan to do and the fact that he he pointed to the oh the analytics of it and i think it matched up it's absurd it is absurd that he took the ball first in overtime
0: doesn't it seem like kyle shanahan made a decision based on god knows what and then tried to sort of create an explanation after the fact and it kept changing at first it was like well we didn't want patrick mahomes to get the ball back well he is going to get the ball back the rules are different oh oh uh no 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 we um we wanted to get the ball third in case we both scored because we wanted to finish the game. Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. Our defense was tired. Our defense was actually a little exhausted, and it had just been on the field for an eleven play drives. So we wanted, to- right? All right, man. Well, you you can get back to me when you know why you did what you did. But clearly, it seems like it was the wrong thing to do.
2: Even after the game, Kyle was specifically asked, "Did you choose the ball first because you wanted to give your defense a rest?" And he said, "No." No. He was then- asked twice. I was right there. Then yesterday in the post game in the press conference, he kind of brought it up. And then Lynch specifically said, Oh, also our defense was really tired. It's like, no dude, you, you had your chance. Also, you failed. also someone just put it in the chat. It's true. He, uh, Kyle
0: said he wanted to get the ball third. That wouldn't have worked because the chiefs were going to go for two.
2: Of course. And what? because why would you kick the ball if you're Andy Reid? Why are you going to give the ball back to Kyle Shanahan when you could say, I've got Patrick Mahomes. We're two yards away. Yeah. Let's go. Uh,
0: do we have a better chance of converting a two-point conversion or holding – or not even giving up a field goal to the 49ers? Right. Exactly. I'll take the – I'll trust Pat. I'm going to put this in the game of Patrick uh, – the hands of Patrick Mahomes on my defense. Yes. And the, the fact so that Kyle like, – like, It took him days to figure out the right alibi. These guys were under interrogation, and it took him days to figure out the right alibi. And it's – I'm sorry. They – it's clear they didn't know what the hell they were not prepared you can't I don't think anyone can sit here and be like yeah the Niners clearly knew what they were doing in the time like no they, didn't know. they didn't know he didn't know and that's and, and that's why they lost the Super Bowl so asked everyone's like man this one hurts way more Brent and I you couldn't freaking talk Kyle's like well it hurts more because we lost in the overtime No, no 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 it hurts more because you didn't understand how to navigate playoff overtime that's why let's be real clear about this that's why it hurts because you, the head coach, didn't really know the rules or have your team prepared for overtime in the Super Bowl. And you should have won. And if they were prepared, those players think they would have won. And they probably would have. I mean, this, like, this... you should have went for the, for the for the touchdown on third, on third and four, going forward on fourth and the four, because if you don't get it, then again, the Chiefs.
2: Well, uh, whatever you shouldn't went the, for the, th- the Chiefs are 90 whatever yards away or they're at the nine yeah. yard line. So 91 yeah. yards away. But yeah. you're not if you're already planning on the third possession, you've already planned on not stopping the Chiefs anyway. So why yeah. wouldn't you go? None of it makes good sense. Point. It, it's just point. a stupid argument by Kyle. Uh, Jaleed says we could have done everything right. We still would have lost it. It was predestined to lose. You need an elite quarterback to win it. We're fooling ourselves again with Brock. It wasn't predestined. though. that's the thing. Even with all the weird crap, and the Chiefs got a lot of lucky bounces. There were seven fumbles in the game. The Chiefs got six of them back. Like, a lot of bounces went the Chiefs' way. But even with all of that. Yeah, well, don't let Kyle off 31. the hook. It wasn't predestined. It, yes. no,
0: They didn't do everything right. Kyle blew it. The players know it. And I, that's
2: why this one's going to be so hard to sit with. They did everything right. They did well, everything right. The players didn't do everything right. I mean, well, no. It was both. But they still could have won it even with those mistakes. I mean, true. I mean, like, of course, uh, Ray Ray made a mistake and Burford
0: made a mistake. But, like, the stars of the team. Purdy did everything right. Ayuk did everything right. Samuel didn't show up. But, like, Kittle did – I mean, he converted that for He didn't get opportunities. The big – Bosa showed up. The armstead showed up. Everyone was there. And and Kyle. Kyle did a Kyle. It's like Dak pulled a Dak. It's like that's disheartening because they can't coach him. (laughs) <laughs> they can't. What are they gonna do? I mean, who's coaching Kyle to not make that? I don't know. What's going on over there? Is there an umbrella or something that's about to yeah, fall? Yeah, an you? umbrella. I'm trying. It's like I'm trying to block out the sun so I get a little less. But then there's wind. Oh, but it's all right.
2: I'm, I'm holding it down. All right, we have a bunch of super chats, and Let's we're getting it. to the end of the show. Crazy Rod sixteen. Jed York stock stock option group is not so great. They remind me of the '90s Bills team that always lose in the Super Bowl. He really that's shouldn't it, have said
0: a word before the Super Bowl, man. That was
2: a mistake. I agree. Chris Tallarico, what do you do after Hoodie if you get him? Who cares? Shannon ain't the guy. It doesn't matter who you do get if you're the guy. That would if the, guy you was have the same argument the to, guy. Not,
0: to not get Tom Brady. Like, okay, but he's 40-something, and what, what do you do after you win the Super Bowl? Like, that's I love that question. We'll worry about it then, but what do you do after you win the Super Bowl? Great question. We'll
2: figure it out. Yeah, it's not a guarantee that you win the Super Bowl no. with Belichick, though. No, it's not. Andre Garibay says Kyle needs to hit in the draft. Having good players on cheap contracts is a must. And the Niners just lucky. Purdy doesn't make much. O-line, edge, defensive back, wide receiver are all needs. Yeah, this draft. Drake Jackson? uh, Yeah, I think they gave up on Drake Jackson. Sorry, Drake. West Bay Niners talk. Top priority this offseason is work on the offensive line. I think they will, but they should have done it last year. Did they just have this epiphany? That's amazing. The yeah. offensive line is important.
0: It, it blocks for the quarterback. <laughs> Maybe oh, yeah. we shouldn't
2: have guys that we cut earlier suddenly become unquestioned starters. I'm just, you know, throwing it out there. Chris Tallarico, problem isn't the core of this team. The problem is the coach. That is the change that needs to be made. Until then, they won't win a Super Can Bowl.
0: I just say something real quick, though? Like one offensive lineman who had a really bad game that people won't talk about, Trent Williams, he didn't play well at all.
1: He, he was had getting knocked back drive. by
0: corners on running play. He was whiffing on on blocks. He didn't play well. But I think the thing about the 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 offensive line to me is that was the issue really them getting beaten physically beaten or the protection schemes not working. It seemed like it was more of a schematic thing than like a. A talent thing honestly
2: yeah i agree i think it was more from the neck up than the neck down for sure generic name we all agree kyle raises the floor of the quarterbacks but we refuse to acknowledge that it has a cost he also lowers the ceiling to below that of the elites i don't necessarily agree
0: what i don't like about kyle is it seems like he turns his quarterbacks into robots like in this game you had brock purdy just dropping back a lot like can you get him moving please can you get him on the run? He's so good throwing left, throwing right when he's outside the pocket. In the pocket, he tends to get his passes knocked down a little bit. You know why? Because he's my height. And that's okay. But come on, Kyle. Like He's not Tom Brady. I know you want to have Peyton Manning as your quarterback. He's not Peyton Manning. Can you get him on the run a little bit? Please. Do what works for him, not works for you.
2: I thought the Chiefs did a good job on a couple of those play action bootlegs of not taking the bait, and they were able to get uh, pressure on Brock. There was one play where Brock had to just chuck it to Jawan Jennings, who lost like eight yards. Um, so that was a credit to the Chiefs. True. The Chiefs were on it, man. They, they 30, outcoached yeah, well, Kyle. The Gold Rush, yeah, well, 561. Wilkes needs another year. D'Amico and Sala are 0-3 against the Chiefs going back to 2018. Salah may be the defensive coordinator after next year. Once he gets fired from the Jets, who knows? Chris Groves, uh, because that's happening. I'm now doubting we'll win with Kyle. End of the regulation around the two-minute warning. Run the ball every play. You can't tell me Christian McCaffrey slash Eli Mitchell can't pick up the yardage. Mahomes can't beat us if he's not on the field. That's the other part of this, Grant. When you're playing against Mahomes and Brady, the only advantages you have, the only thing that those guys can't overcome are the rules of the game. Number one, Patrick Mahomes can't beat you if your offense is on the field because the the rules of the game do not allow it. He must stay on the sidelines. And the fact that the Chiefs didn't have all their timeouts, like you had to convert that third down. Trent Williams said it in the huddle. If we convert this, we can milk this clock down. So they knew. I just, ah, I really wish they ran it there. You know
0: who the Niners' most efficient running back was in the Super Bowl? Uh,
2: Kyle Yuschek? Elijah Elijah Mitchell. (laughs) Elijah Mitchell. At least Elijah Mitchell will be fresh next year. I just
0: to me it's like he every time he gets to the Super Bowl or a big game, it always feels like he doesn't run the ball enough. Like that's your identity. You have these incredible running backs, multiple. And you're you you lose because you couldn't figure out pass protection. Like, yeah, okay, great. I don't know what to tell you, man. It seems like you're really good at running the ball. Passing is an adventure for you for a lot of reasons. And that's how you lose. Okay better luck next year
2: master any craft Debo's hurt is route running is trash keep BA fish and chips says Kyle bleep and hates going off scheme players are scared too uh-huh. uh we the faithful thanks for the super chat that's a that's a lot of money uh, nothing is going to change no one is going anywhere they will be back in the playoffs next year and maybe a Super Bowl improve on the right side of the O-line and at nickel also I see them trying to bring back Aziz yeah you're gonna have to replace Greenlaw because he's not gonna be back I think he's gonna miss all the next year first of all it's Injury happened in the Super Bowl. Second of all, it's an Achilles. Like, I think this is a Navarro Bowman situation where he's never going to be the same again, unfortunately.
0: Well, I hope, I hope not.
2: I hope not, but
0: for him, I mean, it's been 10 years. Uh, hopefully, medical uh, technology has improved. Um, rooting for Dre Greenlaw, I like him a lot.
2: Loves Dre Greenlaw, that underrated guy. player. Uh, fish and chips says he Kyle has
0: Achilles tendonitis too. It's like he put that, it wasn't totally random. He knew that he was risking that and he did it anyway. So, Another guy who deserves, man, he's made some huge freaking
2: plays for this franchise. Massive. Yep. Ooh. Underrated player. Fish and chips. Kyle has an OC. He's called dad. That's <laughs> funny and it's probably true. Gregorius okay. Gregg says, we put him on the freaking sideline. Mike, can we, we need finally, you. Can we fo- finally stop saying Kyle's an offensive genius? Please, folks, can we hire his dad? He's a better head coach. No, like t- two things can be true. Kyle can be an offensive genius and not win a Super Bowl. Like, both of those I don't, things can I don't be
0: think true. You can get, nah, I don't think you can get the genius tag until you win a Super Bowl. He could be a lot of things, but I'm not going to use the G word with him. Then why does the whole league run his system? I'm not using the G word. I'm res- I'm reserving genius. He's a, He has a great system. He's very clever. He's very smart. Is he a genius? When he wins a Super Bowl, he can be a genius. Not until you win. I'm sorry. You can't just throw the word genius around all the
2: time. No. It has to mean something, Rob. Yeah, no. Okay. Chris Tallarico, got to love Kyle. Get CMC to not run him. Christian McCaffrey did have 30 touches in the game. Uh, let's just acknowledge that. Trade up to number three to draft a quarterback and not play him. Have a running back getting six yards per carry sitting on the bench. 2019 Super Bowl. Don't even have Debo on the field in the second half. Genius. The Kyle. The Kyle criticism is strong today, and I understand it because it was. There's plenty there to criticize. Scott 49. The Debo ex- because oh, because
0: there's, it's hard. To, I mean, you can't just blame it all. On, you can't just say like, hey, okay, well, if we replace Darrell Luter Jr. Spencer Burford and Ray Ray McLeod will be good. Like no, obviously not. Right? Obviously not. So it's a it's a dark time. I mean, four years ago, you could say, "All right, well, it's Jimmy's fault." Or, or you could say, hey, Nick Bosa got held. We should have won." You can't do that this year.
2: Although you can't do that did. this year. Nick Bosa did get held, but that's neither here nor there. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash.
1: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
2: Uh, Matt McCune says, Debo, three playoff games, 141 all-purpose yards, zero touchdown. Well, that's not true. He had touchdowns. Oh, you're saying three playoff games this year. Sorry, I, I thought you were talking about big... Later. West Bay Niner Talk says, trade Debo, also draft Malachi Corley. He's literally another Debo. I mean, the whole league's been looking for another Debo, and they haven't found him yet. So let's let's not be too quick to put that label on people. Chance 99, please don't blow off the question. In your honest opinion, what will it take for Jed to move on from Kyle? Uh, Stop making the playoffs and going to NFC Championship games.
0: Let's talk about finding the the, the next Debo real quick, going back to the next Debo. You don't need to find – first, Debo isn't Debo anymore. He's not a wideback. He is not a wideback anymore. He's a wide receiver who catches screens. That's what he does. And you know who else does that? Rasheed Rice for the freaking Chiefs. Compare their numbers just in the same numbers as receivers. You can find a guy who catches screens and gets yards after the catch. You, you can find that guy in round two, round three. You can do it. I found and you're deep not trying off. to find yep. another wideback because you have a guy named Christian McCaffrey. You don't need a freaking wide receiver to play running back anymore. That's That's
2: outdated. Crazy stats. After Greenlaw went down, Burke had nine targets, nine catches allowed, one touchdown, 134.7 pass the rating when targeted. Rest up, Greenlaw. Yeah, I'm not gonna like kill Oren Burks. Like he he did the best he could. He's a backup linebacker, but the Chiefs rightly exploited it. There's that audio from inside the NFL where Mahomes looks over and says, Hey, 57 just got hurt over 57. there. They yeah. knew. Which, how could you not? Uh, analytics say a two-point conversion is about 50%. Marching down the field, to score is 40%. So what was what was kyle saying about getting it last is based on analytics kyle's explanation for that whole thing is bogus so don't even waste your time thinking about it because it's dumb william carter thanks for the super chat uh aaron a trade Kittle instead he's slow unathletic and not spry i would be fine with them trading anybody at this point to be honest with you
0: i said they should trade Kittle two years ago so i mean yeah
2: I I just don't think you're going to get
0: much for him at this point. Yeah, I
2: said Kittle wasn't going to finish his contract, and he got all mad at me. Uh, Fish and Chip says BP won the other playoff games by going off scheme. I mean, I don't think scrambling is necessarily off scheme, but okay. Nobody went off scheme in the Super Bowl. They're scared of Kyle Shanahan. Well, you can't say that they weren't scared in the other playoff games, but they were scared in the Super Bowl. I don't buy that.
0: I will say, though, that his scrambles against the Lions were the difference in the game, and Mm -hmm. Holmes' runs in the Super Bowl were huge. So, yeah, Brock – and afterward yesterday, Brock said he wants to work on his mobility. Like, yeah, good for
2: you. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. two things he wants to work on. Because last year he
0: was like, I want to work on my pocket passing. Like, nah, work on your mobility, baby.
2: Arm strength and mobility were the two things he said he wants to work on. That would be interesting to keep an eye on. Jay Garza, YouTube channel member, says, What do teams always say at the end of the game? Don't let Mahomes have the ball last. Same is true in overtime of the Super Bowl. Kyle going to Kyle. That's what I said. That's why it was dumb. Dumb. Mike drops with Monsa. What's up, Mike drops. Uh, do you see a situation in which Kyle walks? No, I don't see that. He's not walking away from all that money. No, no. Nope. Matt, Matt McCune. They will move on from Wilkes and say they're going in a different direction without saying it. He will be the unspoken excuse why we lost and the 49ers. Will I can see face. that. I think it's
0: yep. a 50% chance that that
2: happens. Yep. 50%. I, yep. Yes. They'll, they'll phrase it. So they're, they're, they may be trying to figure out how to phrase it right now, mm-hmm. right? Mutual parting. Yep. Mutual parting. Yep. Uh, Serenade says Kyle Shannon is a robot. Players follow orders like a robot. No, because Ray Ray McLeod didn't follow orders when he should have fallen on the punt and didn't because he tried to pick it up. Spencer Burford didn't follow orders when he said he was playing on instinct. So you can't say that about all the he players. Is a little
0: robotic, though, a little late to react in the moment. Again, if you've seen Grandma's Boy and you know what I'm talking about, he always has reminded me of JP. And if the Niners ever, if there ever is a Brock Purdy movie, I think the guy who played JP should play Kyle Shanahan. Although a lot of people feel that the guy from freaking. Um, Spider-Man. No, the other one succession, the oldest son in succession, Jeremy strong, the, the he would be really good too. I anyway, never saw it. Too.
2: And Mike, Mike drops with Monza. Debo. Can't be traded. High contracts. Penalties too high. Yeah. We talked about that a little earlier. It's complicated. Uh, Kevin F-
0: expensive one way or another. True.
2: <laughs> the window is closed. Only NFC tough Lions up next. Eh, I don't. I wouldn't say the window's closed when your quarterback's 24. It's tougher, but it's not closed. Sucker free. Grant, how do you feel about Eric Bieniemy becoming the head coach and Ron Rivera defensive coordinator?
0: What? Uh, no. Didn't they just have no? Didn't they just have that pairing in Washington? I'm good. Um, They're bringing w- Bieniemy as an offensive coordinator. That'd be kind of interesting.
2: Mike drops with Monza. Belichick Bieniemy sounds better than Kyle Revenge three. The revenge tour, the whole revenge thing is over. Like no, fish and chips. We blame Kyle because it's a pattern of brain farts. At this point, yes, I agree. Yeah, William Carter. Kyle's an incompetent booth, both coach. I don't know. The only thing that he's a genius about is losing the big games. That's, can I can I just touch on that really quick? No, the idea that Kyle Shanahan can't win big games is flat out incorrect. He has he said won the,
0: the big game, not not some big games, a big game. He the said
2: big game, the big game. If you're talking about Super Bowls, that criticism is fair. But yeah. Dave also won a lot of big games. Like he's eight and four in the playoffs in his career. I saw him go down seventeen nothing on the road in week 18 of the regular season against the Rams and come back and win. I saw them go into Seattle in 2019 needing to win. To get the number one seed, and they won that game. So he has won big games. He hasn't won the biggest game, but come on, let's say.
0: Not- hey, well, when he gets inducted in the Hall of Fame, you got to put that in your speech when you write it for him. He didn't win the biggest games, but he won some big games and like a really long explanation.
2: Yeah, because there's nobody in the Hall of Fame that doesn't have a Super Bowl ring. Hey,
0: right? man, I, I still think it's so dumb that Marv Levy got inducted in the Hall of Fame. Like for what?
2: For what? what do you mean for what? For he went to four straight Super Bowls. Did he win any of them?
0: So? No! See, that's a- no! You put Marv Levy in the Hall of Fame and not I'm George kidding. Seifert? Get the
2: hell out of here. They should both be in the Hall of Fame. I agree. They hey, should okay, but
0: if we're picking way. one, I'm picking the champion, the five time champion, not the zero time champion who exceeded expectations in Buffalo. Cool. Uh, I mean, you don't have can go to go be watch. in the Buffalo Hall of Fame.
2: <laughs> How dare you disrespect Marv Levy on this program? How long He's is Jewish that?
0: too. Why did I even say that? Shout out How to long everywhere. is
2: Kyle's leash right now? I think his leash is as long as it's ever been. He just got a new contract. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's his le- It's six years long.
2: <laughs> six years. Oh, my God. The super chats keep rolling in here. Uh, Serenati says, designing individual great plays is genius-like. Orchestrating plays in a winning symphony is genius. Coaching cop- Coaches copy his schemes, not his There decisions. you go. Uh, oh, no, I like one that. Says, no one said he's a genius decision-maker. Clearly, he's not. But I like as- it. As a play caller, he is like he is like. So nope. We can acknowledge both. No, nope. it doesn't have to be by. No, nope. no, nope.
0: not no. I'm not throwing the G word around. That's that's my that's my personal preference. It's West Bay G-word.
2: Niner talk. Do you think the Niners will find a right tackle in free agency or do it through the draft? <sighs> I think they like Colton Kivitz. Mike drops with Monsa. Kyle's playoff record overrated. NFC has been trash for four years. So well, then why There's hasn't anybody do? Du- how come anybody? No one else has duplicated it.
0: Well, it's the Niners so are the easy. best team in the NFC, but they're—I mean, every time they faced a good AFC team this year, they lost.
2: Yeah, but we're talking about the NFC. If yeah, the NFC the is the such NFC. trash. Why can't anybody but else? That's in like the NFC... being the
0: best team in the Big Twelve. Is like—is it really an accomplishment?
2: Yes. Okay.
0: Well, then, Chris... then, 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 fly that NFC uh, championship banger b- banner proudly. Do it, Chris
1: because Taylor that's all Rico. you are.
0: That's all you are. Right fly, now, fly yeah, that's yeah, pretty... fly it. Put it up there. Right. Have a whole ceremony.
2: Chris we says, almost
0: did it. I We're see.
2: pretty close to our goal. I got sorry. two more of these. Chris <laughs> says I saw Kyle up ten in many games and lose them. No, he actually doesn't lose that many games when he's up. If you go back, only the Super, Super Bowls. Back... <laughs> sorry. Yeah, kind kind of. That's the sad part about it, and only against the goat, unfortunately. Fish and Chip says Kyle Shanahan playoff six and zero the first two rounds, two oh, and four the last oh, two games.
0: Good. Oh, why am I laughing at this dude's misery right now? I'm sorry. I'm just Kyle so hasn't annoying. made. S-
2: oh, last game. I see what he's saying. Two and four the last. Yeah. Like, obviously he hasn't like we're doing this thing that we do when people don't win championships where we're, we're saying, well, you didn't win the championship. So nothing else you've done has been impressive or good in any way.
1: It's and not just, just that he true. doesn't
0: win the championship though, Rob. It's that he finds ways to blow double digit leads every time three times in a row like wow <laughs> it's hilarious and it's like you're sitting there he gets a double digit lead in the second quarter and you're like he's not going to do it again he's not going to do it again and this time he does it because he didn't know the rules he found a new way no it's he knew incredible the rules. He knew incredible the rules. wow it's it's actually kind of funny he knew the I got to say that I don't root against I'm kicking my feet up. I don't root against Kyle Shanahan per se, but this whole narrative this whole storyline of him being this close to greatness and not being able to like grab it is becoming funny. Well, I know if you root for the team, it's not funny at all, but it's like, dude, you're this you're this close. How can you not get there? It's been five years. It's like, you remember in like WWF where they have the king of the ring and they have to like get up the top of the ladder and reach the, it's like, man, you've climbed the ladder 800 times and you always can't, like, it's funny. It's almost funny. It's like slapstick. It's almost slapstick at this point.
2: With Sorry. the 49ers, he's the reason that they they haven't won it. It's him. And it's to yeah. me, it's undeniable at this point. But that yeah. also doesn't mean that nothing else he's done has been good or impressive. Those are two separate things. And I think he- the most impressive thing he does is his ability to be
0: to get this close to winning. And now it's like no one gets closer to winning at all than him. It's like he approaches the finish line and then turns around and walks away. <laughs> Every time it's amazing it's very impressive restraint it's,
2: it's that he just wants to keep
0: the intrigue going he understands there's a lot of yeah. drama and as soon as he wins the super bowl he's not as intriguing anymore it's all about intrigue thank you kyle
2: yeah he's Kyle's all about, he's all about the content creators yeah. that's yeah. kyle shanahan uh-huh. thank you everybody there's over a thousand people watching right now please like and subscribe we're not going anywhere grant's going to be pumping out youtube content all i'm gonna season. fly away i will be as well like and subscribe to both the gold standard and grant Cohn's youtube channel We really appreciate it. If you click the little bell, you'll get notified every single time we go live. And, of course, rate, review, and follow the Gold Standard Podcast Network wherever you get your pods. Grant, it was a pleasure to talk to you. It was a pleasure to meet you. And uh, we'll talk next week. We'll talk next week.